This week's episode is brought to you by Mac and Cheese. A frozen dinner that I bought a vast quantity of at the Ralphs right before recording this episode. Mac and Cheese is just... It's just tops, man. Mac and Cheese is the bee's knees. Mac and Cheese. You know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna go eat some right now. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. It's ruined. It doesn't matter. It, nothing can ever top last week's Gear Chronicle joke, so whatever. It's fine. That was so good. <laughs> I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. Uh And today we are reviewing the V Booster Set 7 Infidelity Cradle, which I've been calling Infidelity Cradle this which entire time. Which is not time. what it is. <laughs> that is not what it is. This entire time, I thought the dragon on the box was just being, like, unfaithful to his wife. Or... Contains- Angel Feather, Genesis, Nubatama, and Novas. Yes, it does. Uh, we were supposed yes. to have our good friend James here to cover Angel Feather, but he couldn't do it because he was too busy to, wow, reco- he hates us. to record at 9 at night on a Tuesday. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to trash talk. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't stop me. No, he can't. Uh, well, I mean, if we're not going to do that, we're at least going to trash talk the clan he was going to cover anyway. Um, the... Oh. Oh yeah, how it works, we go through the VRs, through the double R's, and any cards that interest us, and we make fun of them along the way. Mr. Barber, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? So the, fir- the first uh, card is for Angel Feather, it's Cosmo he- Healer Ergadiel. Uh, this is a grade 3, 12k, protect gift, all that good stuff, it's the VR, their VR. It has an auto on Vanguard Circle, when placed, you can counterblast one, choose up to two from all rear guards. you can choose yours or theirs. And put them in a damage zone. If one or more cards were put, it gets critical plus one until end of turn. And you and your opponent heal cards from their damage zone equal to the number of cards put into their damage damage zone with this effect. Okay. So it's you kind of the mitten value is counterblast one, kill two rearguards. Yeah, but yeah. also you give them you give them like uh, face up damage for it. Right. So we'll get into if, that in a second. If your opponent has used counterblast, which most people would have by this point, then you are effectively giving them giving them extra counterblast with the effect. And mm-hmm. using it on yourself is awkward. Like let's say your opponent has no rear guards, because now you're minusing cards for a crit, which is more than other clans have to do. I mean, Dark Regulars has to minus for a crit. Yeah, so the second ability is supposed to work with its first ability, and it has an auto when it attacks. This unit gets power plus 5,000 until end of the battle for each face-up card in your opponent's damage zone. Okay. Um, first off, I just wanted to mention that uh, the VRs for this set got spoiled early because Bushiro didn't realize that you could move the secret box out of the way in front of the card text, and I just want to mention how, how just, round of applause for Bougie Road right there. A plus. A plus. Got him. But, uh, <laughs> um, regarding this thing, the, it's, it's almost good. It's, I don't understand what they're, like, what the direction they're aiming for. The yeah. Okay, so, Angel Feather's whole deal is you're trying to kill with Mobile Hospital, right? Yep. That's what they wanted to do the first time. And that's still where they're at. <laughs> their, their major, like, p- 
problems were the early to mid game as you do with protect decks. And aside from that, there's no real grade three to quote sit on. Like right. so like obviously the game incentivizes rewriting over and over, but that's not always gonna happen. Before you had Metatron to like, you know, swap a damage out, but you didn't really counterblast enough on a micro stale to make it worth it. Right. Like it would be okay, I I face down all my damage with mobile hospital and that's kinda it. Like everything else is very whatever. Um th- okay. Here's how you you could have fixed this thing. First off, make the first skill act instead of auto. Just counterblast one, put two things into damage zones, and then how about if you put two of the opponents, she gets a crit. That seems worth it. You know, give it a way to deal with uh, Excel decks, or like give I mean, you an incentive to do so. What? I mean, if you put any cards at all, it already gets a crit, so... Yeah. No, but I'm saying... I think like, that just makes it worse, right? Yeah, that just makes it worse. Like, you can already just get a crit by using the skill at all. I don't know why you have to add more restrictions to it. I mean, I was just changing it to act so you could do it turn, turn after turn. Yeah. Um, no, that part is fine. I'm just... Yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. you have to make the skill worse in order to make it repeatable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Or how about just change it from one to two, so it could be one on each side and you're fine. Uh, and then the other thing should should be 5,000 for each face-up card in both damage zones. Why isn't it both? Yeah. There's so they no don't re- want it to be too big. There's no reason not to. Would this be stronger if it put your opponent's cards face down? And cared about just cards in opponent's damage zone, like, altogether? Yeah. You could yeah, do, maybe. You could do that, too. I think if it, if it got rid of the crit and instead put cards face down... You now have a way to uh, fuck with the opponent's damage zone. I mean, obviously, if they have face down cards, they're going to heal those instead. So they're just I, back where they started. But so this card effectively is counterblast one retire two, right? Mm-hmm. In a protect, so protect clans we know are supposed to be more defensive, or at least that's the general idea, right? But so if we compare it to a clan like. That's supposed to be more aggressive and just doesn't have... So, so at base level, this is on-ride, counterboss one, retire two. Yes. And that's assuming your opponent gets no countercharges off of it. Mm-hmm. But there are other clans, like Murakumo, which have act soul blast at grade three, <laughs> bottom your opponent's board. <laughs> it's weird that Murakumo is on the winning end of this equation. It's just, like, yeah. <laughs> absolutely bizarre. And, like, I, th- I think protect, protect clans as a whole are kind of in w- probably the worst spot they've ever been. Like, since yeah. the start of V. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. I like, think, for a while, they were the best. I think part of that is just the way Bushiro designs things. They always hate on whatever was too strong in the previous cycle. Oh, they just have, like, a penchant for overcorrecting things? Yeah, so when they made the second yeah. the second set of gifts, Excel two was like way too good. Yeah. And now none of the Excel mm-hmm. or none of the Protect decks have been really given the tools to uh use Protect Two ever. Like, imagine Protect Two yeah. against Narukami, just doesn't matter. Imagine Protect Two against mm-hmm. Aquaforce, doesn't matter. That's yeah. that is a, that is a quarter of Excel clans that just invalidate an entire gift. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it, Protect Two just doesn't work. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, some people have offered like solutions to protect to like expand it so whatever's on it gets intercepted regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had it be like give it you know protection like it implies where it can't be retired or something or can't be attacked something like that. Uh, I'm not really sure what you could do, but I get the feeling that they overcorrected and now we're in an Excel meta because getting an extra rearguard mm-hmm. circle and drawing a card and thus mitigating your ride minus is very, very strong. Yeah, man. Turns out when you uh, and Excel is super good and have ways to uh, plus a lot. Finally, yeah, and like James kind of mentioned this because when he started dropping out, is like in addition to be having Excel 2 being able to make up minuses and gain advantage, uh, Excel 2, uh, Excel decks in general have just been getting more advantage, so they've been getting faster, they've been getting better at require, acquiring resources, and then they have Excel 2 now, so part of the reason they're so dominant is just because they kind of have tools for everything. It's kind of like the end of G-Era, where every deck could plus multi-attack and make huge columns. It's getting to the point where every clan's gonna need, like, a really strong grade 3 ride. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're starting to print cards that, like, care when your opponents are grade 3, so it doesn't matter when going second, for example. And, like, but this just isn't that, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have things that, like, it seems that for, for Excel clans, they're starting to make more cards that you want to sit on. So we have God Hand Dragon, we have uh, what's her face, Lucier. You have Glory Maelstrom. These are all cards that once you ride them, you're kind of fine. You're just, okay. Th- this is yeah, Huga. Huga. That's another good one. Um, it's stu- and then meanwhile, Protect. There's there's still in the you have to ride every turn to get something done. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. like when I've been playing Mega Colony, like I've the best games are where like, I ride like Stag Beetle. And then four straight rides of, of uh, Gunning Colio. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you literally never stop riding. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, this also makes sense... I guess it sort of makes sense with Protect being the only gift that is consumable. Or Protect yeah. anyway. But, uh... Yeah, and also, Protect in general doesn't give any form of pressure in its own sense. Excel gives mm. you an extra rearguard circle. Force is either giving you more power or a crit. Yep, uh, and, and this, like yeah. they really need a way to break through. Yeah, this other th- clan. And also, part of that was like because they have to sit so long. One of the things was protect to, uh, protect decks were supposed to have really strong finishers, and this isn't really that. I mean, either I think they had a really strong finisher, but yeah. the problem of the early to mid game wasn't mm-hmm. solved in this. Yeah. Will it be? I, Who knows? I think the best protect deck right now is DI. Yeah, yeah and because... I'm not even sure. Well, they have a way to end the game, really. Yes. Yeah. Like Megalios too, but DI's is like something you can sit on. Yeah, you can do it eventually, mm-hmm. and it's like it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. The Megalony ones, like man, I really hope I'm a zero with Gunning Colia. Yeah. And also, like, with Dark Irregulars, you can Soul Charge fast enough that if you really wanted to, you could probably restand on your first Grade 3 ride with no Life oh. King. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was talking about uh, Hard Legs. <laughs> My god. We already yeah. did... That card is... That card's nuts. We already okay, well, did that episode. Let's okay, move my on point to the is, next one. Is, that, is that Angel Feather doesn't have that. Yes, yeah. correct. Um, like, that's it. 
Yeah, yeah it just needs that's to, all I want to say about it. It just needs to have some sort of like stronger early game. Or a way to actually win. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, this spe- kind of does neither of these things. Speaking of things that kind of sort of actually win, but not really. Uh, Quaking Heavenly Dragon Astraeus Dragon. I'm hoping. I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Sounds good to me. It's for Genesis. It's uh, thirteen. You know, thirteen K grade three force gift. On Vanguard Circle, if your Vanguard has five or more force markers, your back row center rearguard becomes an astral plane. Uh, if you want more details about this, we have a whole episode about it. I will uh, link to it in the show notes, because we talked about it in detail. I don't want to do it now. The other skill is Act on Vanguard Circle. You can counterblast one. You get an imaginary gift force and put that marker on your Vanguard Circle. And then also Act. If your Astral Plane has a unit, you can Soul Blast one and draw a card. Hmm. It certainly so exists. Is- uh, one important thing about this card that uh, you haven't mentioned that I want to bring up is this is an astral poet, yes. which is very important for this archetype of astral stuff. Yeah. Uh, As was uh, Uranus from the Trial Deck. Both of them are right. astral poets. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <Uranus. laughs> God damn it. We're adults. You're right, you're right. We'll call it your rectum instead. <laughs> I gotta rewatch Futurama. That, that's the only joke I've seen that has made my dad have to pause the TV from laughing so hard. <laughs> he never laughs at anything, and just the, sorry, Fry, but scientists renamed that planet in 20-whatever to prevent that joke from being you know used ever again. What's it called now? Your rectum. Like, just in that, you know, Professor Farnsworth way of talking. So good. Anyway, so this thing is uh, something you can sit on because yep. you can get force markers and you can draw cards. But you would really like to ride more so that you can make more force markers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although I think after you get five, you're going to start putting them on rares. I have no idea what to think about this card. It's, yeah. It's, it's a very medium VR. <laughs> so we're probably looking yeah. at... Second grade three turn, getting five force markers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which and is... that's the thing is like until then it is effectively the same as Uranus because you get the force marker and then you can't draw anything until you can get Valkyrian onto your astral plane. Right. And before you have the four, uh, five force markers and the Valkyrian, you're not doing anything. It's the same thing with Uranus, but at least in Uranus's case, it's an on-ride skill, so you're fine. Like, this is expected to be sat on for a while, and it doesn't do anything otherwise, aside from get force markers. Which, uh, I think after about, what, three of those, it becomes PG or GG, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like I'm, uh, once you get past forty three k, the opponent isn't going to start dropping stuff for no pass. It's going to be like one or two to pass. Yeah, I th- I think the astral plane stuff is really cool. I'm just not sure how fast if it's fast enough. Same, and I guess I will mm-hmm. have to play it and try it out because when you have a card with your name in it, I I, I have to try it for science. So man, I just really hope that the. Uh... It just doesn't end up being better just to play the old grade three. The, what is her name? Hitomi? Himo, uh, Himiko. Himiko, yeah. I, I hope that's just not the best thing you can be doing. That is something <laughs> that people are uh, experimenting yeah. with, where you just run Uranus for the uh, force gift making. 
and then you run Himito and then just leave it at that. Because you can just go, all right, uh, you know, call it, make two force markers. Now it's uh, force twos. And oh, because it works on rear, right? Yeah, it works on rear too. Yeah. Oh, that's spicy. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, yeah, I see a lot of builds for both standard, and there are some premium builds that are trying to experiment with Valkyrian and stand triggers, which. I'm going to try that for the memes, but uh, <laughs> most of the builds are for Uranus 1 uh, Astreos because it just doesn't really do much of consequence. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the real spicy card that we haven't talked about before. Evil Stealth Dragon Akatsuki Hanzo. Uh, this is a Nubatama Grade 3 VR, 12k, Protect Gift, all that good stuff. Has an act on Vanguard Circle where you can retire two... Grade zero rear guards. This unit gets plus twenty thousand power until end of turn. Choose any number of rear guards and return them to hand. If your opponent's vanguard is grade three or greater, your opponent chooses cards from his or her hand equal to the number of his or her cards returned this way and discards them. All right. Love so it. let's uh let's think about what's going on here. It's a retire two grade zero rear guards. So we'll t- that that has something to do with the uh, main me- new mechanic of Nubatama in this set. Mm-hmm. It gets 20k power. Yep. And it effectively retires your opponent's board. Yeah. It is a little worse than that, but still about that's pretty much what it's doing. And yeah. if you have any if you have any like on call effects, you get to rebuy those as well. Yes. Yep. So it's a little it's a little it's a it's a weird effect for sure. But like but, compare and contrast with uh deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this card just says, uh, at, at the very base minimum, your your opponent is taking their board, and dumping it in the way, and dumping it in the drop zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the minimum. And then, assuming, assuming yeah, what? Like, assuming that they're grade three, of course. Yeah. Yes. Well, this makes for an absolutely terrible, uh, you know, first ride if you're going first. But then again, you're protect, and that makes sense. Yeah. And you just play the uh, old. What was that grade three we thought we said was busted with the old set? That was like the only card that was like really standout. Uh, Jamio Congo. Yeah. I think so. The one that's like your opponent can only have four cards in their hand. Yeah, if you have a grade three insult. Yeah. And you have to like bind the rest or something. Or discard the rest at the end of the turn and at the when you ride it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's yeah. so nuts to me. Um, end of both turns. Yeah. Oh, and hey, guess what? This is something you can sit on! Yeah, because it's an act. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it's, uh, this thing is great. It, it, okay, first off, it, it, it's a good skill. It feels mm-hmm. like something Nubatama would do. Like, the yep. discardy stuff. I mean, the, the great zeros, we'll get to that later. That's another new thing that they do. Uh, and then also, it's not something that feels unfair. Right, because it's you know mm-hmm. when you break it down to you retire your opponent's board, it's like not that absurd compared to what other people already have. Yeah, yeah. but also this gives the opponent a choice, and when people have to make more choices in the in the heat of battle, if we're going to be assholes about it, then that has an effect on people. Yeah. Like, oh, what I just hate about when people have choices is that they take forever. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, especially a choice like this where they're potentially the site. Thing between rebuilding their board or being able to guard. Yeah, like discard three cards, dude. Whatever, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is like a powerful first ride. Yes. Which uh, 
I also wanted to mention because we were talking about how being a powerful first ride is becoming more and more important, and this is, in fact, that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only time you would be re-riding is just for more gifts, and, like... Like, obviously, yeah. when you're going first, maybe riding this first isn't great. It's not. Yeah, Because but... you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. At least you're gaining power. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, like, bouncing stuff becomes much worse, and you're, like, giving up some stuff for it. Mm-hmm. But, like... When you when like on your like second grade three turn, or if you're going second, this can be like a card that helps like pull that up. This could be really cool. Mm-hmm. I honestly like don't have a solution for what happens when you're going first in Ubatama. It could still be correct just to do shenanigans with Hanzo anyway. I mean, but, if, uh, if you have a weakness, you have a weakness. So right, yeah, that's not too bad. All right, this card's great. Yeah, it's a great card. You know what else is a great card? <laughs> All right, fighting fist dragon, god hand dragon. It's not like we did an entire episode on this card or anything. No, and it totally wasn't the worst episode we've done in a long time. Not by a long hey. shot. Hey, hey. All right. <laughs> Talking about front triggers for forty minutes is hard. Okay, it is. So, it is grade three Excel gift, twelve k power. So it's two skills, continuous, increase the power of your front trigger from your drive checks by 10,000, and then when it attacks, you can counterblast one, discard a card, until on the battle it gets drive plus one, and if your opponent is grade three or greater, it gets crit plus one. Man, so I'd actually hit that effect even if my opponent wasn't grade three. Yeah. I mean... I'll take an extra drive check. <laughs> extra drive check is always good. And if, like, hitting front, so... I guess you maybe uh, Root Beer should say what he thinks first. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure we covered this before, but like, having the extra drive check increases the chances of getting the front trigger, and also, like, your opponent's going to have to think more when they guard this, because if you're running this deck, you're probably going to be running it with a million front triggers, and now every trigger is 20,000 to your front row, so this card is probably, like, an automatic perfect guard. All right, or I'm just, just going to I'm just going to bring up this card now because <laughs> it's incredibly important to understand that God had dragon like exists with this card. There's a grade one common in this set called grip bangle. Okay. It's, an, it's a rear seven K grade one. When placed, you may reveal a front trigger from your hand and place it on top of your deck. Yep. <laughs> so you can actually guarantee a front trigger, uh, with God like, on a God hand turn. Uh, by taking a minus one. Yeah. Which, you know, if you have, you know, if your front trigger is giving, you know, at least 20k power to your front row, you know, that's plus 80, maybe plus 100k or, or more. Hitting one front is, like, good, and hitting two fronts is absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. So. Like, the hell is your opponent going to do about this? Uh, guard early, generally. <laughs> <laughs> And this also, I can't remember the name of it right now, but there's also a rear guard that restands when you hit a front trigger. Oh yeah, we'll talk about all that by the end of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah this card's just absolutely bonkers. Absolutely. It is, uh, it, it's definitely worth trying to do an episode for, just maybe not an execution. <laughs> uh, I, some people who have been testing the set say that this guy is uh, not as, not like, broken. He's just, like, really high rolly. So I mean, some games you play against this guy will just feel unwinnable, and that's just how it's going to be. I mean, yep. I, I, I want to uh, 
tell you guys a little story of high rolling. So this last week at Locals, I took Pale Moon, and I was playing against a guy with Brant Messiah. Seems fine. Guy goes into Brant. I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to attack. And then I'm at four damage when this is happening, and my first drive check was a heal trigger. And that forces me to take a damage, putting me from four to five. And that fifth damage was a heal trigger. <laughs> so, I don't know if you've ever died, not by deck out, but like, just... Double, he- double, double reverse he- healing. Double reverse healing. <laughs> and that guy was so proud of himself. He was like, yeah, man, I did it. <laughs> I mean, I would be too, even though I would know deep down that it wasn't actually because the deck was good. I mean, at the end of the day, I can't read minds, but also... <laughs> fucker! Like, <laughs> that's how I imagine it's it, gonna be, like, where, where, you know, the guy goes into God of Hand and he double fronts, and you're like, oh, fun. Oh, yeah, you just... you just Yeah, if you're at, like, uh, two damage or more, you could just lose on the spot, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, we'll get to it later, but there's also a bunch of other cards that further increase your front trigger power, so... You could just be looking at a 30k trigger for no reason. I see people running like a 12 front 4 draw with this guy. I mean, I would. Because, well, why play heals if you're... Who needs heals when you're just killing them? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, the meta is so fast, has gotten so much faster now that you just want to kill people. Yeah. But, we'll see how it ends up. Mm-hmm. Card does seem at face value super freaking strong. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in getting this deck. Maybe to it. All right, so no let's one. talk about some uh, Angel Feather cards. Uh, the first one is a grade two uh, for Angel Feather called Freezing Granter. Uh, it has two skills. The first one is an auto on Van or Rear. When placed from hand, you can Soul Blast one. Choose one of your opponent's rear guards. Put it into 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 the damage zone, and your opponent cho- chooses a card from his or her damage zone and heals it. So it's a mini uh, ergo deal, except it's for soul blast. Yeah. And then when it and then a rearguard circle when it attacks, you can counter blast one, and it gets five k for each face of card in your opponent's damage zone. It mm. is a triple R for, I guess because it has two skills, uh, mm. feels whatever. Yeah, it's a mini ergo deal, and that's really not that good. Man, I uh, this is I, I don't know I don't have anything much to say about this. It's very uninteresting. Yes. Like, I think you'll probably... Like, it's possible you'll end up playing this card, but um, and just be really concerned about it. If I remember from James uh, talking about this card, his opinion was that this could possibly take the place of Armati, who is the grade two that's like when plays from hand, soul blast, call a curve, and damage zone, and then put mm-hmm. top of deck face down. So the way he sees it is most of the time Armadi is used in the early game, and in the early game you don't have much damage and not a lot of options to work with. This, at least, you can use to get an opponent's early game rush, which kind of seems to be a problem for Angel Feather, out of the way. And then, I see. You, yeah, and then later in the game you can use it for to be big. So, I see. Not terrible, yeah. not great. Uh, Just a card that exists. Terribly uninteresting. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to be interesting. They have to be good, and this is yeah. kind. I mean, I, th- I think this card is just good enough. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's not not that. 
the other triple R for uh, Age of Feather is called uh, Healthful Intendant. I feel like this is a weird translation here. Uh, when wrote upon, uh, you can put this card uh, into your damage zone, face down, and call a card from your damage zone to rearguard circle. And even this one, I imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And then it says, uh, continuous on rearguard circle, if you have, a, if a new card was put into an opponent's damage zone this turn, it gets power plus 5,000. So this is basically just Armati. It does yep. the same. Yeah. Except you can call her off of this, because you pay the cost and then pick one. So you can put yeah, her face yeah. down and then just call her back out. Well, you can only, it only works like Armati if you ride on top of her. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and then after that, she's just a big booster, which is good. Um... One of Angel Feather's big problems is that there are a lot of great ones that, after they do their skills, they're just kind of hanging out back there. And uh, it's almost frustrating to play against clans that don't remove your shit. Because then you're like, I gotta call over this stuff because I want to do things. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to get them out of the way. This, at least, if you call, you know, when you call it out, it's it's contributing back there. Right. Um, and, hell, even calling this over uh, whatever is fine. Actually... Like uh, these subset of these new grade ones that kind of do stuff when wrote upon, and then they also have a rare card mm-hmm. still. Yeah, yeah, like um, yes. uh, Punter, Punter for Spike Brothers is or, like really nice, or Irena for Silverthorns, or mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. Yeah, they're super sweet. Yeah, no, this is pretty solid. Uh, one of Angel Feather's big problems was its grade ones kind of didn't do much. Um, great Nature also has that problem, but this this is a nice little injection <clears throat> into it. And mm-hmm. it'll it'll probably replace that gal that's like discard and then get a card from damage zone to hand. Yeah. Who knows? This card is, this card seems fine. Yeah. Pretty good. I don't know if it's worth being a triple R, but that's life. Alright. Well, next we next we have Phosphorus of Fair Light. So this is a grade two for Genesis, ten K. On Vanner Rear, during the battle that it is boosted, this unit gets power plus five thousand. For free. Cool shit. And then on yeah. Vanguard Circle. When it attacks, you can Soul Blast 1 and reveal 3 cards from the top of your deck and you put up to 1 grade 3 or greater from among them into your hand and put the rest into your soul. Alright. This is great. Alright. Okay, so notice that it says grade 3 or greater. This means that you can, on your turn 2, either if you don't have your grade 3 yet, grab it in the top 3, or you can get your uh, your Astral Deity Maybe. That. Yep. Yeah. As uh, as about as consistently as Gold Paladin finds stuff. So. <laughs> Pretty decent. Yeah. And then aside from that, it's a nice nice speed stick. So. Yeah. And the soul charges. Yeah. Cool. Nothing nothing wrong with that. Then you got uh, Astrea of Vast Sky. So this is a seven K grade one. So this better be worth it. Ten K shield on Vanna Rear one placed. You draw a card and then put a card from your hand on the bottom of your deck, and then if it's on Vanguard, you soul charge two. And then on Rearguard Circle, at the end of the battle that it boosted, you can soul blast two and return this unit to your hand. Uh. Hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Do those cards that reduce soul blast from the old sets reduce it for all skills or just the next skill? It's the, ne- the next skill. It's the next time you would soul blast. Is, uh... Uh... I mean, this is incredibly whatever. Yeah. What what I have seen people uh, consider is running this in, um, like, some people are trying to do Wiseman Loop. This is, like, another way to kickstart it, where you can boost the Wiseman and then get it out of the way, oh. and that's how you get the tar out of the bottom of the deck. 
It's whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. So the in standard, at least, the problem I have with seven K grade ones is they don't battle well early. Yeah. Like, and it's like calling shit to battle early is really important in standard. And it being a seven K mean it can't battle against like most grade one rides, mm-hmm. which is incredibly frustrating. I mean, in the case of the perfect guards, that makes sense because perfect guards usually mm-hmm. are underpowered. But this is uh... for a random grade one number six. Uh, it's like, come on. <laughs> like, um, that's the whole reason I don't like playing Shinji Maru in uh, Murakumo. Oh, because he's 7k. Yeah. He's what is this still again? He gets like 3k if you do a thing? He get, if he, when he boosts, he gets, you, ch- you choose a unit and give 3k to like two units of the same name or something. I don't remember. Wow. Point it. Point. So he could, he, he could be like a 13k booster like in the right circumstances. Yeah. But the point is like. He's 7k. Yeah. Which is, like, just so brutal when you're trying to battle early on. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're going first. You just want to call a grade 1 and battle their 8k. Yeah, this is going to be one of, one of those triple R's you win from your uh, your local <laughs> prize packs, and you're like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't this, move this. This thing yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about some more ninja dragons. Okay, this guy is great. I love this guy. Alright, Evil Stealth Dragons and Gets. Uh, grade 2 9k. Uh, has an act on van and rear. Ooh. Can counterblast one. Call an evil decoy token to rear guard circle until end of turn. And all of your tokens get boost and power plus 5,000. So evil decoys are a. Um, they're basically. Uh, gr- they're 5k tokens like before. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I guess they have. Yeah, they-, they have intercept. Well, they have they the have shield five k. Yeah, they have five k shield, zero power, and right, they, right? And then they can't attack, but they can intercept from the back row. That's right. Yeah. So you can kind of just like shove them in the way and be annoying. Yeah. But this says, yeah. oh, by the way, now they have power and can boost, and then they can then on your opponent's turn they'll still have intercept. Yeah. So it's pretty good, mm-hmm. and you know it makes mm-hmm. one for CB one, which is okay. And remember, they're grade zeros too, and so they work with Hanzo skill. Which is uh, the real point here. Yeah. And then it has an auto. When it, when it is attacked, you can change the target of one of your tokens on Rear Guard Circle. Or change the target to one of your tokens on Rear Guard Circle. If you do, you return this unit to hand. So these, nice. guys, these guys can kind of turn themselves into a log. Yeah. So you can uh, have yeah. them get punched instead. What do they call that? Like the ninja substitution something something? Uh, y- yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah, sure, dude. Well, I don't know. I'm not a weeb. I don't know either. I mean, <laughs> I, I was about to be like, hey man, the grade three for Nubatama is named after a famous uh, ninja from the Warring States period. But I didn't, because I'm uh-huh. a weave or something. I just really like yeah. history. Anime sucks and it's for nerds, anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this guy seems fine. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. It also, it's also another grade two in Nubatama that has a Vanguard and Rearguard still, which means yep. you can run it and the, what's his face, Magatsu Gale. For mm-hmm. early game things and do stuff. Hooray. Yeah, yeah. So the other uh, grade one, the other triple R for Nubatama is a grade one, eight K this time. <laughs> Evil Stealth Dragon Kurogiri, uh, and it has an act on rearguard circle only. You can soul blast two, return this unit to hand, and call up to two Evil Decoy tokens to rearguard circle. Nice. So again. Yeah, so this one immediately can set up Hanzo by himself, for example. Yeah. Yep. And then immediately call him back, because why yep. not? 
because yeah, because why not? It's, it's super sweet. So I think this card will be really important, just because it makes like a bunch of decoys at one time. Yeah. Soul Blast Two is pretty mm-hmm. heavy, but I think they'll figure it out. I mean, you get you get a token per Soul Blast, which mean you know that seems fine. The mm-hmm. what's his face? The 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 Grade Two Zangetsu um, makes one token for one Counter Blast. So right. I, th- I think they're just tying it one blast per token. It's not like you're losing this card. It's just going to your hand. Yeah. And it's an act, so it's going mm-hmm. to your hand during your main phase. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, thanks. I'm going to put this 10k shield in my hand. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fusing Striker. So he is a grade 2 9k. And continuous Vanguard Rearguard. Increase the power of front triggers by 5k, and then auto Vanguard Rearguard when placed. You can look at top 5, look for God Hand Dragon among them, put it in your hand. If you put a card in your hand, discard a card. Uh, this card just seems like some card you're going to play 4 of in your God Hand deck. Yep. Yeah. Seems about right. And then uh, now, if you have the, if you have God Hand plus one of these, all your front triggers get plus 15k. Yeah. Uh, they're 25k <laughs> power. <laughs> Holy you have two shit. of these. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it can fix your rides. Yep. Seems good. Yeah, this is a solid card. Mm-hmm. Nothing else really to say about it. Yeah. Uh, Starfighter Silver Fist. So, grade one, 8k. This one also increases the power of your front triggers by 5k. And then, auto Vanguard. When its attack hits a Vanguard, draw a card, discard. Sure. So I noticed that a lot of these searching effects and drawing effects are not outright pluses, just cycling. Yeah, I'm less convinced about this one. Um, I yeah. think I think that's mostly because you're getting such insane power on these front trigger things that having a big hand would also be kind of unfair. I think they're making an effort to balance it and right. make the high rolly portion yes. of it even more so. I mean, you also still have Excel too, so like you're not gonna you're gonna be able to fill your front row generally, but filling more than that <laughs> will be hard. Uh, that's why a lot of people are looking at playing Shout in the deck as well. Ugh, <laughs> everyone's favorite card. Uh, look, just because yeah. I had my deck dismantled by three of them with Grand well, Blue. To be fair, that's what you get for playing Grand Blue. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> and then, of course, having this with uh. Fusing Striker and God Hand, you're now at 30k front triggers. More, probably more, because you you might be able to have multiples of these just sitting around as boosters. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, you just kind of jam these in your opponent's face and have massive front triggers, and yeah, then I'm laugh like, at them. I'm, like, less convinced I'd want to be playing Silver Fist, just because, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of utility things you can do at grade 1, but uh, Fusing Striker is yeah. pretty much an auto for of. Yep. It's like it says grab God Hand and you need to be able to ride God Hand all the time on three, so <laughs> the get- decision yeah. is made for you. I'm getting the feeling that this is gonna be one of those uh, Excel decks that only runs four grade threes. Uh Possibly. I think uh maybe. Or close to it. I mean that's what Tachi does. Yeah. It's hard to say if this is going to be one of those as well. There are some people uh, like so we there was a, not a lot of tournaments last weekend, even though the set's already out. In, even though the set's already out in Japan, because of uh, Typhoon actually. Oh. So tur- tournaments last weekend were pretty mm-hmm. uh, limited in that respect. So hopefully next weekend we'll see more of what's of what people are trying out. 
But there's been some rumbling about mixing God Hand and Beastie's. That seems like it's doable. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're going to play a deck with a million front triggers anyways, like, Fusing Striker will be fine no matter what. Either you get God Hand or you just ride your other Grade 3 and his skill still works. Right. And then, like, the Beast Deity cards just attack and restand your stuff. I don't think it's locked to Beast Deity, so... Right. It seems like they mesh pretty well. Yeah, so you just kind of do the thing. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it's, God Hand seems sweet as shit, so hopefully it, hopefully it ends up being yeah. sweet. Uh, yeah. So I believe that's it on the triple R's, right? Yeah, on, yes. on to the double R's. All right, so the first one is Aesthetic Visual Siemsiel? Siemsiel? There's a P in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. This is too hard for me to pronounce, so I'm going to butcher the name and pretend I know how to pronounce it. So this is a, a kind of new pretend beater for Angel Feather. Uh, it has an auto on Vanguard and Rear. When it attacks, if a new card was put into opponent's damage zone this turn, uh, you, it gets 10,000 power. And if your soul is a grade 3, you can discard a card and your opponent can't call Sentinels. I mean... I mean... You can't it, stack the power, because... Right. Like... Hmm. It's a more repeatable mobile hospital. Which is fine, I guess. I yeah. mean, I was, we were just talking about how the mid-game is a problem for Angel Feather, but this is like... Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Like, if this was a grade 2, I think I'd be happier with it. Well, the problem with mobile hospitals is it's Soul Blast 2 grade 3s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And turn all your damage face down. Right. This only or needs a crit, a... 20k, and no sentinels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is discard a so card. this one is... And for 10k and no sentinels, but also no crit. Right. They could have just not crit. had the discard, I think. Would have been yeah. fine. Uh, hey, uh, maybe you have to have the discard to keep it in line with all the rest of the stuff. Sure. Mm. Like, or, uh, or if it's stacked for each card that was put in. That would be right. nice. Like 10k like for the... each card. Yeah, I don't know. This card, um... I have no idea what to think about this card, to be honest. I don't know if it's better or worse than the hospital. My inc- my initial inclination is slightly worse. But it could end up being better if they just have to keep ramming cards into you. But okay. discarding... Like, how many cards are you going to discard to this before like, you finally do it? Um, yeah. I don't know. At Probably at least two, because... Like, early on, your opponent probably doesn't need their Sentinels either way. Right. So, like, if you do discard a card just as, like, a precaution, then that's at least one, and then you're probably not going to win until at least your second grade three ride, so that's probably two. Yeah. I guess you're really just counting on this as a 22k beater most of the time. And then when the Sentinel skill is relevant, it's relevant. I mean, it's nice that it's uh, subdivided, so you can just Mm -hmm. get the 10k regardless, and then go for the Sentinel Restrict when you need to. Alright, let's talk about this other trash card next. They were so close. (laughs) Scanning Operator. Grade 1 AK. Auto on Rearguard Circle. At the end of the unit, this battle boosted. If a new card is put in your opponent's damage on this turn, you can put it into your soul, draw a card, then discard a card from your hand. 
Why is the Discord there? All right, let me let me uh, show everyone a different card, and this is for Spike Brothers. I understand that this has to hit, right? But let's just for a second imagine Commander Gary Gannon for Spike Brothers said, "When an attack that hit it it boosted it hits a Vanguard, you can put it in your soul, draw two cards, and then put a card to your hand back onto the bottom of your deck." This is an inherent minus one. Yep. For what? For a soul, basically. Here's another mm-hmm. one. Spike Bouncer. End of the battle that it attacked. Counterblast one. Put it into your soul and draw a card. Yeah. That's it. It's just like, yeah. I mean, this one doesn't take a counterblast, but you're still down a card. This, this, this is just absolutely this, abysmal. This should have been a Nova Grappler card. This is abysmal. Get it out of my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my god. Screw that and screw everything involved with it. How about Neptunus of Clear Stream? Sure. God, these names sure. are weird. All right, grade three, uh, 13k with the force gifts. Uh, on Vanarir, when it attacks while boosted, you can drop a card from your hand and you get a force gift and put it on your Vanguard Circle. And then also, on Rearguard Circle, if your Astral Plane has a unit on it, you Soul Blast 2 and one of your Astral... One unit on your Astral Plane and this unit get plus 15k until end of turn. Um, this is dumb. So, there are other better ways to get Force Gifts, uh, and also, adding 15k to an already 70k unit isn't really that good. What? You th- what? But what if they guard? What if they have, what if they have to hard guard it, Atlas? Oh my god. I mean, like, him being 28k because of it isn't bad, but just, like, I think you only run this if, uh... Like, you're having a lot, a lot of trouble getting the five force gifts needed for that astral plane. Now, yeah. if this was a great or two... Or, like, you can't afford Asteros or something like that. Maybe. It's a nice budget option. I think if you... Like, if this is a grade two, this would be a lot better. Because having a grade three on rear guard better have a good reason most of the time. Like, this doesn't really do much outside of just being big and... Yeah. It's also not an astral poet, which is relevant for certain cards. Yeah, and especially because this is a a deck that incentivizes you to run Force 1, which gives you power anyway! So... (laughs) Yeah. Also, Uranus works on rear guard. Yep. So, just... Not even a thing. How about Pluto of Deliberation? So this guy isn't even a planet anymore, and they made it a card. So Dwarf <laughs> wow, Planet. I really like his art, though. He, he looks like a, like if Cosmo really got into Depeche Mode. <laughs> or he's like, I'm going to cosplay as Ali Sheedy from The Breakfast Club and turn it up to 11. Anyway, so <laughs> 10k grade 2 uh, on Rearguard Circle. At the end of the battle that it attacked a Vanguard... You counterblast one and put this unit into your soul. One of your units gets plus 10k until the end of turn. If your vanguard is an astral poet, and there we've come full circle, you get an imaginary gift and put that marker on vanguard. Um, Yeah, this is pretty solid. So, uh, it wants to be used turn 3 and onward, but it also means that you can, uh, like, you know, do wacky shit on turn Mm 3, like you're going first. It seems like you're not re- you're not getting your uh, 
Astral Plane until Sighted Grade 3, right? Or Turn 4, or something like that. That's kind of what I'm seeing. Yeah. Because you need to be on an Astral mm-hmm. Poet. But I guess, theoretically, there are some Grade 2 Astral Poets, right? Um, I'm no. not entirely sure. I think they're all Grade 3. I think it's only... Are your... they? Uh... Yeah, it's oh, okay. only on the page for Astro Poets. Yeah. The only actual ones are Uranus and uh, Asteroid's Dragon. Yeah. That and sucks. And then the ones who care about Astral uh, Poets are, or like support cards include. I guess they don't want people getting Force Gifts before they're actually Grade Three. Well, I have a thing about yeah. that, but we'll get to that at the end. Um, yeah, th- th- this is pretty solid. It, it, you know, it's one of those cards that when they get better stuff, it'll get supplanted. But for now, it's fine. Uh, this dude, Deputize Bear, 8k, grade 1. On rear one placed, you look at 7 cards from the top of your deck, reveal up to 1 giant deed of, of distant world Valkyrian, so you're, you're, you know, your astral plane guy, from among them and put it into your hand and shuffle. And then if you put a card in your hand, and if your vanguard has 2 or less force markers, you put a card from your hand into your soul. Hmm. Hmm. So, this just adds consistency to the deck, and there's literally nothing wrong with that. Um, yep. It becomes yeah. an outright plus if, you, if you're already close to getting your Astral Plane, so. I mean, yeah, you know, if you're playing the Valkyrian guy, you're definitely going to play this card, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's very free. How about uh, Suadala of Loving Auspices? This is a grade 1-7k. Better be fucking good. On rare one place, you can rest it, and until the end of the turn, one of your vanguards gets plus 10,000, and reduce the next time you soul blast by two. This card's just good. That's kind of worth it. That's, like, the fact that it's 7k doesn't matter, because you're resting it for the still anyway. So Yeah. Yeah. It still boosts for 10. Yeah. Nice. And uh, that also works turn two, so you can use it to, like, bully your opponent a little bit. Um... And this is also especially good in not, uh, not astral plane, because mm-hmm. you can just mm-hmm. go. All right, cool. Call this rest. Give ten k to my Himiko. Reduce it by two. All right, call Cumin. You know, rest it. Bounce this thing. Call it again. Rest. Give ten k to Himiko. It's a, uh, it's a good time. Um, that was that was four Genesis double R's in a row of varying quality. still more than angel feather yep all right well let's not talk well one of the angel feather double arts didn't really exist yeah let's talk about some more ninja Ninja dragons if you don't mind or i guess this is actually a bear of some kind so uh the first one is evil cinnamite uh evil cenobite gamigubo gamigubo uh it is a great 30 uh with protect gift of course for nubutama uh it has an act on rear guard circle only you can Soul Blast 1, return this unit to hand, and call an Evil Decoy token to Rearguard Circle. So 1 Soul Blast for 1 Evil Decoy. And it has an auto mm-hmm. on Rearguard Circle. When it is attacked, you may change the target, the attack target to one of your Evil Decoy tokens on Rearguard Circle. If you do, return this unit to hand. So very similar to the Grade 2. Except instead of a Counter Blast and a Return to Hand, it's just a, or instead of a Counter Blast and no Return to Hand, it's a Soul Blast and you do Return it to Hand. But it's, again, a main phase return, so who cares? Um, mm-hmm. I think this this is like either a budget option for what's his face, uh, Zangetsu, or you run it as a one of as like just another way to generate tokens. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, like you you might need like a critical mass of some amount of grade threes, but I'm not sure this is the one that you would run because mm-hmm. if in, if you, if I were looking at it from this point, 
Like, if you play Jamio uh, Kongo from the previous set, and you play Hanzo from this set, I'm really looking for another big attacker grade 3 to end the game, and not looking for something like this. You, you want more power, less utility. That's right. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I'd be Speaking looking for going power. forward. <laughs> yeah, so, now say. the yeah. next card is exactly <laughs> the kind of thing I'm looking for. Uh, Shura <laughs> Stealth Dragon Fuzen Kongo. Uh, it's a, <laughs> another grade 3 with protect gift. <laughs> And it has an auto on Vanguard and Rearguard Circle. When it attacks, if your damage zone has five cards, which is the problem with this card, you can Soul Blaster Grade 3, bind any number of cards in your drop zone, until end of that battle, this unit gets power plus 5,000 for each card in your bind zone, and your opponent can't call Sentinels. <laughs> that, that's certainly a thing you can do. <laughs> yep, it gets uh, real big. Yeah. Or if you're playing as an Arkham, you can randomly be bigger for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Just bind your entire drop zone, have it gain, like, 50,000 or more. Yeah, this card's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to be playing this card, but man, I'll try it. <laughs> I mean, it it seems like a very funny one-of, if nothing. Yeah. It, like, worst-case scenario, you can do the skill on Vanguard, and you get a yeah. protective for so it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah like... But it, how lucky is your opponent to block some ridiculously high number without uh, Sentinels? Depends Unlike. what you're playing against, yeah. Well, you're also, like, uh, presumably Jamio Congoing them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they have, like, four cards. And then you're yeah. like, alright, guard this Susan Congo. Yeah. And then they obviously can't. <laughs> so, like, got him. <laughs> something, something, insult to injury. Yeah, yes, but the the question the the pro- main problem I have with this card is that uh, it does require five cards in your damage zone, uh, which mm-hmm. can also I don't know if anyone's ever played with uh, ult- as ultimate break cards, but what often happens is you'll be at like four cards and then you'll attack with your vanguard because you know lol drive checks and then get a heal trigger, <laughs> which is among my favorite thing in the world. So what just or, yeah. or you or you now have to finesse your damage back up to five again? Like, yeah, that's exactly fucker. right. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be randomly very obnoxious to try to push them from four to six, uh, because this card like randomly stopped working. But you know, if they have four cards in their hand, they probably can't guard it anyway. So who cares? I mean, yeah. I think they could have just slapped slapped a crit on this, and it would have been fine. Like whatever. I mean, if it <laughs> get them, if it was a crit, I feel like people would run it in some capacity, and mm-hmm. then that means that you now have to, as the opponents of the new Batama player, pay attention because you're like. Uh, I don't want to leave him at five and you know give this thing air, so you gotta gotta finesse yourself. Although if you're Narukami, you don't give a shit. You're just like I'm attacking at three with my three crit vanguard. Suck it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. What about this next dude? Uh, Stealth Dragon Jinjin. 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 Uh, yeah. when it is a great. 2-9k, when it attacks a vanguard, if you call two or more grade zero this turn, this unit gets power plus 5,000 to end the battle. And at the end of the battle, uh, put this unit into your soul, and counters one. So this is an anti-Magatsu Gale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kinda. Uh, this seems nice. I mean, seems like soul is going to become important with all the things that can call evil tokens, and like countercharging is never a bad option. Yeah, I mean, that's probably fine. Yeah, because your grade two dice soul blast too, which can add up if you keep using mm-hmm. it. 
Um, does get to 14 by itself, which is also nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- this is your Zwietan, basically. No? Alright. I, I mean, lo- it's, it's, it's a fine card, and you're probably gonna, like, it's very likely that people end up playing it. Yeah. The, the real big question mark for me is on Fusen Congo. Ah, yeah. That'll that'll come up. I think that card's good. I'm just not sure. Like the the five damage thing is like really the big like really question marks. Hmm. All right. I love this guy's name. <laughs> Fever Rocketeer. Fuck yeah. So grade two nine k. During battle, attacks Vanguard gets power plus three thousand, and when it intercepts for the battle, your Vanguard is attacked. Soul blast one and gets shield plus ten thousand till the end of battle. Uh-huh. This looks like if Iron Man and the Human Torch had a baby. And this is a hero, so it's supported mm-hmm. by all that nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that a lot of the hero cards aren't necessarily, like, if, cohesive. They're just kind of there. Yeah. I I don't know that you would run this in a God Hand deck. I feel like you're better off with just jamming in some Beast Deity or using his dedicated support. It doesn't uh, seem like a bad idea. if you play a hero. Yeah, it's not terrible, it's just not amazing either. Like, it can be extra shield if you need it. Yeah, I think if this worked just when placed mm-hmm. on Guard Circle, it'd be, it'd be more worth it, because any, like, Aquaforce and Narukami service checks for anything that involves intercepting. And Narukami's pretty fucking popular right now, so I don't think this guy is going to be getting his skill off too much. Yeah. Aside from being a 12k attacker, which is fine, I guess, but... Uh, eh, it, it's certainly a thing that exists. Yep. Alright. Unknown Adamski. <laughs> God, I love that name and this art. Me too. The, the art is something. What if we took <laughs> so, a UFO and give it legs? Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Auto is a grade 1 8k, so when placed, rear guard, counterblast 1, stand one of your other rear guards and attack your opponent's vanguard with that unit. At the end of the battle, if that attack did not hit, stand that unit. So, right. just doing the beast deity gimmick, but in grade 1 form. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty nice. Like, it's generic, techable in any he build, probably. It's a good card. And I... I appreciate that this card has a good skill, because it means that I can actually use it. Yeah. And then as well, this doesn't even have to pick a rested unit. You can just pick something that's already there, and just... Yeah. So it's totally solid. Yeah. Good stuff. Or, or okay. like, alright, I called the Black Tortoise with you know Azure Dragon, and then it didn't hit, or it hit, and then I'm just gonna call this again and do it again. <laughs> yeah. And then... We have Gun Trooper Cleftus. So, grade 1, AK. When your drive check reveals a normal unit, if your Vanguard is God Hand Dragon, you can counterblast one and retire it, and your Vanguard gets another drive until the end of that battle. Good God. I, like, <laughs> they're just. Alright, I didn't find a front trigger. Let's try again. <laughs> Pretty much. This is great. I mean,. Depending on what other grade ones are in the set, I don't know that I'd play this just because I think other things might probably have more utility, especially if you do have the hybrid deck, but if you're just going with a four god hand and that's your only grade three deck, then I think this might be a funny little tech with your extra space. Alright, you have this and you have 
uh, two copies of this, two copies of Claydol Mechanic. <laughs> Alright, att- like, and they're all, like, there's three in the back row, one, one on an Excel circle, attack with one of them, then attack with your Vanguard, and just go back and forth, getting extra cards, and hoping <laughs> for that front trigger. It kind of reminds me of the, uh, Beast Deity Stride, where if you check a normal unit, you can stand something, and then you just run the deck with stand triggers. Seems about right. Matt, you still there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just anything to contribute about any of these cards? No, pretty much just agree. Alright. Alright, so, so that that's the end of the double R's. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so let's talk about some rando fucking cards. So, some rares and commons. Uh, anybody want to go first? Mm-hmm. I have one for Nova Grappler. Go ahead. Uh, Game Gain X2. It's a common uh, for Nova yes. Grappler. Uh, it has an ability once per turn. When your drive check reveals a front trigger, you may stand this unit. Yep. Just and do the thing. <laughs> There's also a grade 2 rare named Cannon Trooper Huskarl. So when your God Hand on Vanguard attacks, you can counterblast one draw card. It is a grade 2 9k. Like, might be an interesting tech, again, if you do, like, a dedicated god hand deck. Just a way to plus extra. Mm-hmm. Is that what people are doing, Matt, in the online? Oh, I've not testing? seen anyone playing that stuff. They're mostly playing the uh, more aggressive stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's also not a really. grade 3 called Power... Tr- uh, sorry, continue. Oh, no, it's just saying I'm mostly seeing very, like, hyper-aggressive stuff. Mm. Yeah. There's also a card called Power... Tr- for Shing, so it's a grade 3 XL with 12k. Uh, rear guard only, when it attacks, you can counter plus 1 and discard a card, and it gets drive minus 1 and performs drive checks for its battle. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. Might be amusing with the uh, front triggers. That's, uh, that's, that is pretty funny. Um, I just noticed that they reprinted, they're reprinting Mobile Hospital as a rare in this set. Yes. Interesting. Why? <laughs> uh, that is not a question I have the answer to. That is not an an- a question I have the answer to. I feel like they should have mm-hmm. pr- like reprinted Metatron. Like I can understand not doing Dracula. Well, that's but silly. I don't know. People actually you- might want that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have a good one. So remember how we were saying that getting Force Gifts too early might be broken? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So, Battle Maiden Mutsuki is a grade 2 rare with 10k, and on Van, when placed, counterblast 1, soul blast 1, draw a card, and you get an imaginary gift force and put that on your Vanguard circle. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Um, there's no other skill, so a- after turn 2, she is a uh, she is a dead card, but it's uh, you're definitely running 4 of these because you want to get the force markers as fast as you can. Seems decent. Mm-hmm. I got about four more of these, so please uh, don't let me like dump them all, you, all on you at once. If you got more, I don't think there was anything else interesting for Nova Grappler. I'll like keep looking mm-hmm. while you talk. All right. Um, 
how about... Well, first off, I wanted to mention Snow White Witch Salty, which is the new PG for Genesis, but she's got Salty in the name, so that was funny to me. (laughs) But uh, also, I wanted to bring up White Wall Sorcerer uh, Vidiba, so grade 1, 8k, on Guard Circle when placed, you can counterblast one, and she gets plus 10k shield until the end of the turn. So she's a 20k guard, which is nice. And then if you have a van, uh, an Astral Poet Vanguard, you can uh, Force Gift. Put it on Vanguard. Right. So normally I'm not a fan of these, like, uh, guard circle effects. But something about this, this gives you A, extra shield, and B, you get a Force Marker out of it. So I think it would be worth yeah. running as, like, a one or two of. Oh, uh, Heavenly Wind Sorcerer Burnett. So, grade 2, 10k on rare. If your astral plane has a unit, she gets plus 5k. That's whatever. The other skill is that act, you can soul blast 3, choose one of your astral deities until the end of the turn. When it would attack, it battles all of your opponent's front row units. So now, <laughs> yeah, so now my 70k guy is, attack- is being vermilion to your whole front row. Jesus. Kind of a meme, but like might be a fun tech just for the shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Matt, you got any? Uh, yeah, there's one more, actually, that I had. Yeah. Uh, Odd Puncher Zelnoin. Uh, Novakop, uh-huh. common. Uh, has an auto on Vanguard and Rearguard Circle. When your drive check reveals a front trigger, you may have this unit get critical plus one until end of turn. That's certainly a thing that happens. That's a so, four of right there. That's uh, That's nuts. It is an 8k. It is an 8k, but if you're checking a front, this thing is going to be like 33 with a crit. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's more for like early game concern, but I guess that's not that big a deal when on your grade 3 ride, you could probably punch your opponent in the face with four 30k plus attacks. Yeah, seems good to me. Yeah, and that was the last card I had. Most of those never got my cards. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I I have just two more, and then we can talk about the little wrap up part. So there's right, which, let's do it. Which of ten thousand turtles caper? Uh, grade two nine k on rear during your turn. If your vanguard is three or more force markers, she gets plus ten k and boost, which is super cool. Being a nineteen k booster, it's good stuff. It's free. It's a uh, you know, it's flexible. Is no it one- turtles all the way down? No, the, the, her turtle <laughs> looks like a frog almost. It's yeah. What's the turtle standing on? She's sitting on a turtle. Yeah, I yeah. see that. But what is? I can't really tell what, what the turtle's standing on. Probably more turtles. Yeah. If not, I, I'm more. My eye is more drawn to in her art. It looks like she just just has fucking honeycomb cereal floating around her. Oh, that's definitely true. All right. Yeah, sure. All right, last one is uh, <laughs> Battle Maiden Imari. So 7K, god damn it, Genesis. 7K grade one on rear once per turn. If your Vanguard is three or more force markers, you soul blast two and counter charge one. Um, pretty Every not- time Genesis gets a grade one 7K, kitten dies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, th- this allows you to, to fucking counter charge in a force clan, so that's nice, I guess. Cool. Um, yeah, that that was all of the ones I wanted to mention. I also, I'm going to try something new this time. So every time we do a set review, uh, we talk about who won and who lost. I, in addition to this episode, on our Twitter account, I will post the uh, the cards that I think had the best art. Because there are some cards that don't really have good effects, but the art is just too fucking amazing to pass up. And uh, you, will, you will see, believe me. But uh, who yeah. won this set, you think? 
It's not it's, Angel Fib. <laughs> yeah. It's either Nubatama or Nova Grappler, and I don't know which. Yeah, I was going to say something similar. Like, they both seem very solid, and I'm not sure which will come out on top because we haven't been able to see them in tournament play yet. I'll actually make a decision. I'll say this. I will say that Nova Grappler at face value is better than Nubatama solely on the basis that Excel clans right now are better than Protect clans. That seems like a okay. hypothesis, yeah. But again, I could be very wrong. Uh, Nova Grappler is very high rolly. Some games feel like basically unlosable pl- on the side of Nova Grappler, and I honestly just don't know how Nubatama, the Nubatama deck, is supposed to be built, nor, nor how uh, if Jamio Congo is like enough to win. Like it's likely that it just mm-hmm. is. I guess for me, something to consider is just that hybrid build with Beast Deities. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it turns up. See more tournaments come out, but uh, mm-hmm. I definitely like those two clans the most out of the four. Yeah, I'm gonna say something similar, and I'm gonna roll with Nova Grappler on this just because I think the hybrid has a lot of potential. Also, like you can kind of eliminate the more high rolly nature by going with the more consistently aggressive Beast Deity cards in addition to all of the front trigger stuff. I'm gonna play contrarian and just say Nubatama with this because here's my reason it's because right. uh consistency in general tends to top in tournaments more than yes. pure power mm-hmm. and Nubatama looks like it's going to be a very consistent deck if you don't run into front triggers granted it's easier to do it because you give yourself drive checks and there's a card that you can put a front trigger on top of your deck if you if you don't see front triggers, the deck doesn't really work, and there mm-hmm. are people who just don't see triggers, like you, Matt. You never see triggers. Oh, that's kind of true. But I do draw them a lot, so it's like kind of like seeing them. Yeah, but if you never see Grid Bangle, then you're kind of back where you started. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So something tells me that I think Nubatama will turn out on top of, with the test of time. But then again, we don't really know how this hybrid works, so it could just you know render my argument moot. Yeah. And uh, who the fuck knows? Maybe this will be the critical thing that makes the Excel meta so huge that Boucherot is like, man, we kind of fucked that up. We should fix Protect, and then they overfix Protect, and we're back where we started. Oh, and I'm, Force I'm is just going to continue sitting in the background being Tier 2. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shadow <laughs> Palance is actively good right now. I was going to say, yeah, yeah that's it, true. It, Force never ever becomes Tier 2. It's just kind how, of it. Yeah. How many 80k d- danger lunges have you guarded? <laughs> How many, how many uh, five attack forty k plus blaster darks have you survived? Look, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danger lunge is some shit. I'll say that it's it's mostly some shit though because you end up after you know like you said a million attacks from blaster darks. Remember when Omar said this deck wasn't going to be good? Did he? Fucking Omar. <laughs> yeah. Remember back when we did the review, you Omar thought that Mordred was bad. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Dude, that that's gonna be one of those things that like you go back in history, like like uh, fucking Chamberlain in Britain. He's like, man, Hitler's not that bad of a person. He'll be fine. Just let him take Czechoslovakia. It's cool. And repeat. yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Yep. All Pretty right. Much. So uh, I think that about does it for this episode of Nexus at Night, guys. Where can people find you? Find me on Twitter. 
at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's. You can also find me on the Twitters at PlasmoClips. Uh, you can find me personally at Atlas Novak. Or you can also find that on Instagram. And you can find uh, this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Nexus at Nights. Uh, you can also find us on the Nexus Core YouTube channel, but the episodes take longer to get uploaded, and you're not really looking at anything, so I don't know why you would. And that's something for the bingo card. And <laughs> it is. Well, people just like to use YouTube, okay? Everyone knows what YouTube is. Sure. They can search things easily on there. Look, I'm maybe not... they're paying. Maybe they're paying for YouTube Premium, and they can listen to it on their phones with uh, with their phone off. I hate that that's a thing you have to pay for, and not just a function you can do with your phone. Anyway, yeah, right. Yeah. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>